Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 111, season 2, episode 51, Wild West Rangers part 2. It aired May 9th, 1995, written by Mark Litton, directed by Armand Garabidian. And I'm looking at the date right now, and there's the production numbers right next to it. This is actually supposed to be the finale, and the next episode should have been before this two-parter. Okay. So why they did that, I don't know. <laughs> but. What if? If you're new here. Don't, guys, don't hate stare me when you do it. guys, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, we come back and we talk about it. You can follow along if you got Netflix or DVDs. Uh, several different kinds have come out. Or, no, it's definitely not on VHS. Never mind. <laughs> it's probably way past the VHS. I mean, you might be able episodes. to find it somewhere. I probably have this on a VHS at my parents' house right. somewhere that I recorded it off the TV. But I don't know if they if there's an officially licensed. Don't record off a TV. Okay. Well, oh, let's do the whole episode in goofy oh, old West oh, accents. Better plan. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to shoot you in the mouth <laughs> with a laser gun. <laughs> Let's go watch the episode. It's Morphin' Time! Y'all. We're back. Just watched Wild West Rangers Part 2, y'all. <laughs> That's the extent of my Wild West accent. <laughs> you heard mine earlier. I'm not actually going to keep doing it. I have a lot to say about this episode. It was very good. But before we talk about it, morphogrid.tumblr.com is our website. There are episode pictures and links and show notes. And gift sets, a whole bunch of stuff. It's cool stuff there. Go check that out. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And, guys, I don't know if you know this, we are on iTunes. What? Yeah. So it's a new thing we we're trying it. out. If you are wandering around the internet and find your way to our iTunes page, uh, you might as well give us a, a review and a rating. Your Might choice. Well. Deal, like, dealer's choice. Whatever like you a want. Second. Yeah. Uh, it would help us out. It would probably make you feel like you did like good work that day. Remember way, way back when I was just I was begging everybody all the time. I do remember that. Guys, don't make me do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> and he's been itching. <laughs> uh, yep. Alright, so uh who's in the Hall of Fame? Crap. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Hang on. I don't want to get the name wrong. It's someone new I'm not familiar with because I have not watched that far yet. Oh, I'm very excited to see who this is. The new ranger in the Hall of Fame this weekend was Eric Myers. Uh, he come is... again for Big Fudge? Oh, crap. Where does it say which one he is? Let me see. He is the Quantum Ranger. Oh! The sixth ranger of Time Force. From Time Force. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Uh... That yeah, that was a that was a pretty good season. It was it was the first, maybe the second season that after I kind of slowed down, but my little brother started watching. So like I was lucky in that I didn't have to like pay attention 
to Power Rangers, and I could still like have it come to me because my little brother was getting into it. Right. Uh, and I remember Time Force being real good. I remember the Quantum Ranger being a pretty good one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's the only sixth ranger that appears in Forever Red, because as far as I know, he's the only red sixth ranger. Yep. Except for maybe Samurai, if that counts. But they had an actual sixth ranger. I feel like that, they had a whole second group of those. I Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, apparently Samurai's real good, and it follows the Sentai, like, real close. Really? So I'm, I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah, Calvin told me that on Twitter a little while ago. I don't think there's anything else to report. That's Chrome Squad. Fine. Still Fine. good. Cool. <laughs> Get any farther? No. 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 Let's talk about the episode, though. What do you say? As I say... <laughs> the yay. I say... Yeehaw! Yeehaw! I put that in the episode <laughs> description for the last one. <laughs> I, I saw that. <laughs> so I have to coffee and face that. I had to stab myself up. in the eye with my thumb just to even it out. <laughs> uh, we start where we left off. There is a There is a showdown. In ye olde angel grove, uh, between <laughs> it's just pronounced old. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> so, One of those uh, ways is wrong. Well, tomato rutabaga. So there's Goldar and Cactus Defractus and some putties on one side. There is Kim and uh, the other William and Abraham and Miss Alicia and your boy Tico on the other <laughs> side. Goldar says, welcome to Zed and Ritaville. Or when I'm done with you, we're going to turn this into Zed and Ritaville, I guess. Here's here's my question. Okay. If Goldar does this, is he intending to stay? Or is he going to jump back to the future, which would make no sense? Well, he's, he's insinuating that he's going to take it over when the plan was to just wreck it. Right, but he's gonna he's gonna take them out so then they don't have a family line. Right. So but then, Zed also was like, "We can destroy Angel Grove while we're here." <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I guess he's gonna turn into a honeymoon spot. Goldar ain't about that life. No, I he's guess. in the past. They can't do anything to him because as soon as the time stream catches up, Rita's in a in a dumpster on the moon. All right. Zed's across space. Who knows where he is? Kim. Says something to the effect of like, all right, we got to get out of here before he notices us. And then immediately goes like, hey, Kim, <laughs> what are you doing here? Hello, Kimmy. Calls her Kimmy a lot. <laughs> it is a little Valvenacy when he says <laughs> Or at least your impression of him just Well, then. he's doing it like sarcastically to make yeah. fun of everybody calling her Kimmy here. Right. Well, they call her Calamity Kim. William Did calls her Kimmy multiple times. Did he? Yep. I do not recall that. Miss Kimmy. Okay, yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, so she is like, get out of here. Everybody get out of here. And they're like, no, we can't leave you. You're a girl. Uh. She's like, she's like, shoes William away. <laughs> she like shoves She's him. like, pushes him out. Everyone else is like, good, we're gone. <laughs> I think Leash was gone already Le- before Leash, she said yeah, anything. Yeah, at least we haven't seen her in days. <laughs> <laughs> then there's this sweet standoff between Kim and the bad guys. And it's like a shot between Kim's legs looking at the bad guys. It's like classic Western uh, Armand Garabidian did his homework. Right. <laughs> I really like it. Then we cut up to the moon, and Zed and Rita can see the past. Sure. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Come back down to the past. Kim morphs, and it's she morphs kind of like it's a like she's quick drawn. <laughs> a little bit. Which I like. 
She's also not sure it's gonna work. Right. She kind of she she like which you know, is good that she wasn't just like I have this. She was like I hope I have yep, this. She's like let's see if this works, and it does. So I guess when they tried morphin, when they went back to Colonial Angel Grove, they were too they were far too cold in the past. <laughs> no, no, that's so dumb. Uh, Goldar calls Kim Little Dalin. That, I think he's trying. <laughs> that opens up going back to the "they're too cold" thing. That opens up a lot of possibilities for the bad guys, doesn't it? Yeah, you can just attack the North Pole. Because, like, here's the thing: they've <laughs> been. Oh, that might actually happen. <laughs> well, no, because they would just morph and then teleport there. Yeah. Also, it, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned, though. That's one of my favorite episodes of Power Rangers in general. I wore that VHS tape out. We'll get there. Uh, so then, yeah, Kim. he calls Kim Little Dalin, Little and he's Dallin. trying to make it sound like it's folksy and Western, but it sounds like he's from Southie. Like, but I don't know if you remember the way Goldar talks. Goldar. This guttural grunt. He's just this monster. <laughs> he sounds like he's from Somerville. He's like, Little Dalin. Like, <laughs> he's one of Howie Winters' boys. That's some deep cuts. If you're from Massachusetts, I just, I just dropped some history bombs on it. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, I get that reference. If you're from anywhere else, you're like, move it along, Jake. <laughs> so then we cut over to, to One-Eyed Bulk and Doc Skullovich. They're in jail. Well, One-Eyed Bulk is, and he just starts ripping the bar, like bending the bars. Because if you'll remember from like episode four. Episode four. I was going to say one of the first five. So I was close. Yeah. I was pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, Bulk is incredibly strong. Yeah. he did a thousand, a thousand and twenty four push-ups, four, I think. Twenty-five. 23. It was like 1,009 or something. Yeah. He did a lot yeah. of bench presses. Bench presses. That's that's, that's not very easy. Impressive. That's That takes a lot of stamina. We don't know how much weight was no. on them. <laughs> it looked like quite a bit. But yeah, so then, so One-Eye Bulk, also incredibly strong, just bending bars like nobody's business. Then, Doc Skolovich just casually walks out of jail. Because he's a doctor. He's a doctor. <laughs> Doctor of Skullonomics, and he <laughs> walks right away, right, right around. <laughs> Word life is basic Skullonomics, and then which is basically like you don't know what age you are, you can't count, <laughs> you can barely read. Skullonomics is how to you know basically put patches and spikes on things. Um, <laughs> so he's like, Doc, help me out of here. I don't know how Skullovich got out. I don't, I, he just walked out. Just can't, this jail is not very well guarded, Maybe he was thin enough to just slip through. Maybe. Or he, like, picked the lock because he's a doctor, so he's smart. We don't know what he's a doctor of. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of schooling. I mean, we know he's a doctor know? of Skullonomics, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows what else. So then he, like, grabs uh, one eye bulk by the arm and, like, pulls him out, and then they see the putty fight that's about to happen uh, which between like it is happening it is happening because yeah. she's morphed and fighting yeah it's morphed so. kim versus putties and like goldar is kind of like being a hype man <laughs> and then cactus defractus is just doing He's nothing probably doing just, a samba or something oh, something super stereotype <laughs> super racist it's just like his voice is the worst it's like the most racist stereotype thing ever it's terrible uh then uh, Goldar says something that I am going to say on this all ages podcast because I was 
legitimately taken aback when he said it. I don't think it's actually a bad word. I guess not. When used in context. He says, enough pussyfooting around. Yeah. Which I always took to mean something kind of nasty. But they said it on Power Rangers in 1995. It just means like lollygagging. I guess. Maybe it's like... I mean, they probably could have just gone with lollygagging. That's old-timey. Maybe you could have, yeah. Maybe what it means is like, you know, walking carefully around pussy willows so you don't get any of those like little barbs they have on them. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I'm making up etymologies here. I'm also a doctor of skeletonomics. (laughs) (laughs) Then Kim is about to lose because there's like 100 to 1. She has no friends here. And she's like, all right, Zordon, please be there and teleports away, presumably to the command center. Uh, and then Bulk and Skull are like, who was that pink stranger? I bet if we find out, we can get famous. <laughs> <laughs> so wanted to find out who the Power Rangers are. It's in their blood. Yes. It goes to their bones. So she lands in the command center, which has barns on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own private saloon. They got a juice saloon, (laughs) a juice keep. Uh, Yeah, it's got like two barns. So at some point, Alpha. I would have liked if it was like scaffolding and it was like not not done. Well, I mean, they've been here for like presumably like 10,000 years. Yeah, that's a long time. Alpha just got lazy in the 1800s. (laughs) I would have liked it if, if he was like had horses. Like walking around, I don't know why the, they were like that. I don't know, but that means at some point he's like, "Alpha, the barns are tacky. Take them down." <laughs> I was like, "I just built those two hundred years ago. <laughs> it's only been two hundred years. You never let me have any fun, God." Uh, so then she's like, "Zordon, I'm Kim. You made me a Power Ranger in the future." Well, when she lands, Alpha like freaks out. Right, he's like, "Intruder, intruder!" Oh God! And Zordon just like is kind of staring right. at her, like. <laughs> He's not worried. He's like, what is, who are you? Yeah, and she's like, Zordon, from the future, you made me a Power Ranger so I could stop Zed and Rita, which I feel like you should have put Rita first, because that's why you were chosen in the first place. Stop Rita. Zed was gonna... Semantics, whatever. And Alpha's like, oh crap, Zed and Rita, where? Where? They should be not around here at all. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, future. Don't, future stuff. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that for like a hundred years. And then she does my favorite thing in the episode, because Zordon's like, I detect a disturbance in the time... Morphin grid. Zordon just tells her what happened yeah. to her. And she's like, yeah, welcome to the party. <laughs> Come back with news, dude. I would have liked it if Zordon was kind of like Dr. Manhattan, that he existed outside of Right, he's time. like, yeah, no, I know. But that, because then you got to go like, oh, that would actually make a lot of sense. That's why he knows what all the monsters are. But, but, why would he be like, does it, oh, hold on. Forget that thought. That thought's stupid. This is a new better thought. Okay. Does this mean that he picked Kim and her friends because he's like, I know I pick a Kimberly oh. in the future. That's her, and those are her friends, and they're all appropriately right. color-coordinated. Except for these three, because she – spoilers. She gets the power coins, and we get Wild West Rangers, right? Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I knew going into this. So he's <laughs> – but he exists outside of time, so he's like, okay, if I give the coins to these other three – They'll give them back. The three descendants of the old rangers will eventually come here, and then we will have yeah. the crew. Yeah, because because uh, Trini's ancestor has not made it over yet. She probably immigrated. Immig- immig- immigrating is coming in. She probably immigrated around now, around the 18. That's when a lot of uh, right. I know. I don't know. 
I know Tui Trang is Vietnamese. I don't know what nationality Trini is. I feel like she might be Chinese because of the way they play the Kung Fu Master and, like, a lot of that stuff. Right. I, I don't know how they play She might be Vietnamese. She might be... I don't know what Quan would be. Uh, I, I have no idea. I will do a Google and I will find out. But I think Trini, the character, might be Chinese. And if so, that means that her ancestors are on their way over because around the 1880s there was a big railroad boom and a lot of the railroads were built by chinese immigrant workers right so that's probably happening um zach's ancestors probably still in the east making his way over maybe on an oregon trail and then get sidetracked by the beaches and the babes down in sunny yoldy angel grove um jason's ancestor is like Probably training on a mountain. <laughs> right, yeah. He's just on a mountain, like, bench pressing. Two, two lesser mountains. <laughs> two smaller, we'll call them hills. As it rains upon him. Yeah. Um, and then, so they're on their way, but for now, we'll deal with, we'll we'll have we'll have Abraham and Leash right. to go. Head <laughs> cannon accepted. Yeah. Yeah, so, then, she's like, I know, this is my favorite thing, she's like, I know Rita had the green coin before do you have the power coins and alpha's like yeah dude they're right here uh we got the all your favorite colors all your favorite (laughs) flavors of power coin and uh and she's like can i use these to get power Rangers so we can stop this this bad thing from happening and he's like yes asterisk too much pink energy would overload the morphing grid it would blow up the world so you can't double up your energy right and i get what he's trying to say yeah but I, I also like that he, like, specified too much pink energy is yeah, dangerous. Yeah, like, He didn't say too much, you know, too much exposure to the morphing grid is dangerous. Right, yeah. It's like this specific Specifically type. pink yeah. energy. Which he, I think he has before. I think he's, it was either red or green. Um, And I think it was green. I think it was when Tommy was going through some fluxes. He's like, too, to, yeah, he's like, yeah. too much green energy and the whole thing will go out of whack. So, like, I kind of liked the morphing grid. I like that, like, it's sort of implied that too much of... Any certain color energy will affect you in a different way. Yeah, like you need balance. And yeah. if you double up on your power, you can't handle that because you're just a person. You'll you'll implode. You'll, yeah, um, disintegrate. Yeah. Depending on which color energy, who knows what would happen to right, you. Right, exactly. So stuff to still, think about. Food for thought. Another way to write this, though, would be to let her double morph because I would like to see what happens. If- <laughs> right? Oh, man, I'm thinking like armor. Like yeah. pterodactyl armor, like, she's got just wings. Dump glitter on her. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> you just you wait. <laughs> just you wait, Josh. Do I have the episode for you if you're interested in <laughs> glitter armor? So then we come back to the present, and uh, they're like, oh, "I wish we could just see what's happening. We don't know. We're not gone, so we don't know if Kimberly's failed or or succeeded. But like, the suspense is killing us." And then. I don't know if it's Zordon or Alpha. I think Zordon it's tells Zordon. Alpha. He's like, you need to pick up the Chronotron particles. And Billy's like, Chronotron particles? I've never heard of those. And I want Zordon to be like, because I made them up. They're fake. <laughs> uh, tachyons would have been accepted, but I don't think. They couldn't just Google what is time particles. Right. I don't even know if they knew what tachyons, if we had the thought of tachyons back in 1995. But no, I doubt it. They went with Chronotron particles there. They exist outside outside of time. And so they can show you Kimberly on the viewing globe if you adjust a scanner. Keep that in a way in your pocket. Okay. Pocket. That the 
Chronotrons. Chronotrons? Chronotrons. Chronotrons. Allow, or what they need to tune into to view Kimberly. Just remember that. Okay. So then, come back to the past, and Calamity Kim comes up, and they're like, I thought you were dead. The hut, the hut. And she's like, nope, but I got superpowers for you guys. <laughs> and instead of them, like, morphing right away, I don't understand exactly what the plan is. I think she's going to lure them out, but they end up getting ambushed. So she convinces the old versions to do it, and they're like, all right, I guess so. You well, are at, from first, the future. at first, William's like, mm-mm. <laughs> We're he? not heroes, ma'am. Right? I'm just a <laughs> farm. I'm just a barber. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a scientist. I'm a railroad designer. Oh, that might be. I feel like uh, Tico is a farmhand. If he's lucky. If he's lucky. He might just be like a cowboy. Right, I think I think Abraham might be. And I don't a, mean like yeehaw, let's go dueling. Kind, of, I mean like he just herds cattle yeah, he across just herds the plains. <laughs> uh, Leash is some sort of uh, debutante of some sort. I don't know what her. Uh, her she just hangs is. around at saloons. She that's comes what, from that's money. What, <laughs> what's Adam? I think he might be a like a cowboy in the like classic wild west sense right not in the i just heard cattle or maybe they both work for or he's like Miss a, Alicia. a card game hustler <laughs> maybe i don't I, think Adam i don't think would so. be a hustler he's way too honest yeah and then i mean but though if he got caught he could just like kick them into space right, right. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad gig so then um cut to to, to uh, doc skullovich and one eye bulk and they're like we're gonna find that pink stranger and doc skull's like how He's like, oh, and he flips his coat, bulk flips Skull's coat up over his shoulders, and then reaches into his pants and pulls out a divining rod. Skull looks mortified. <laughs> I don't know why he had a divining rod in his pants. If you're not familiar with a divining rod, it's the, like the Y-shaped stick that you use to find water somehow. I think it's a myth probably. No, I think there's actually some kind of weird science behind it. That doesn't sound like science. That sounds like witchcraft (laughs) to me. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But then again. We know how it works in the Power Rangers universe. It's like a water magnet. Yeah, so he's like, you forget. People are 91% water. Wrong. Uh, Men are about 61% water. Women are like 58-ish. Um so you would find a man before you would find the pink stranger. And also, you're a person made of water. And As is Doc Skullovich and everybody else in what, town. What ends up happening is he basically is dragged via magnetism to a water trough. And he lands in it. And they make a joke about ambrosia being the nectar of the gods, even though I think it's just like water that horses drink out of. I don't <laughs> Maybe he's being funny because Skull's like, how to taste. And he's right. like, like ambrosia, you know, instead of being like like water that horses lick. His skulls are like, mm, nectar of the gods. Nectar of the gods. Because <laughs> he's got a cough still. Because <laughs> that's how you are an old time. Uh, then in the future, the rangers find Kim on the viewing globe uh, via chronotrons, and they can see the ambush coming. Okay. Because they're like walking down Main Street. It's a ghost town all of a sudden. Right. Everyone is packed up. There's an ambush, and they see, because the viewing globe keeps cutting camera angles. Yeah, very convenient. Uh, so they can see the putties, like, hiding behind barrels and whatever. Right. 
And they're like, oh, no, it's a ambush, and we can't do anything about it. And then Alpha says, take that thing out of your pocket. Okay, what is this? Because Alpha's like, oh, if only we could have tuned into the Chronotrons. Yeah. What? You did, because you saw Kim. And then you adjusted them to see other things. Maybe they didn't tune into enough because they wanted to travel on them. I don't know. I, I don't know. That makes it makes no sense. It's the new hotness. Um, shortly before then, Zordon's like, "Oh, those teenagers are going to help her." I do not believe the Wild West Rangers are teenagers. No, Doc Skulovich has a full-on mustache. Full-on mustache. William is a man. <laughs> well, so is Billy, to yeah. be honest. Uh, yes, but William is more of a man. So is uh, your, your boy Tico. That he looks more of a man. The only one I will I will buy Miss Alicia and Abraham as teenagers. But they're not. No. I don't think so. Uh, they're looking around. The ambush has not happened yet. So we know it's coming. And she's like, oh, they're around here somewhere. And one of them's like, well, maybe that big gold wolf bear just left. And she's like, <laughs> she says she says the dumbest thing Kimberly has ever said. She says, no, Goldar doesn't give up that easily. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. She's kind of right. Because Goldar has not been punched or kicked yet. That is true. He has not been assaulted. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's about to die, so he hasn't turned right. down. But normally sp- speaking, Goldar is the running awayest person <laughs> there has ever been. He ran away in the first episode, ran away a million times he's since He's run then. away in every fight since then. Yep. It's the only reason he's still alive. So it's like, you know, good for you for still being alive. But on the other hand, like, dude, you a coward. Uh, <laughs> so then there's a yieldy putty fight. Happens. They don't morph yet. Nobody's nope. morphed. Um, Miss Alicia does nothing. Nope. Nobody really does anything that's actually fighty except Kim. Like, she pushes Leash out of the way and, like, does, like, a backflip kick. Uh, I know Rocco has, like, a big old bucket that he's fighting with. He does with. some cool, like, yeah. Billy with a bucket stuff. Yeah. I don't know what anyone else did before they I morphed, though. I, oh, there's like the dance. There is the, the little like oh, yeah, dance Abraham fight. and Leash. Yeah, they do like a like a dip into a kick and like they, do, a spin. they go through like a whole routine. It's pretty nice. I actually I actually enjoyed that. And then Goldar pops in from out of nowhere and he's like, "You couldn't fight Tooth Decay. What chance do you have against <laughs> us?" Uh, and then they're like, "That's rude." Wait, has he popped up and told them to leave town yet? No, because that's my favorite that's, part. That's in a minute. <laughs> That is, I wrote it down. Okay. Uh, so then as, you know, it's looking dire and who comes in to save them, but the white stranger on horseback. Yeah. It's, there's literally the Lone Ranger theme song playing under it. White tiger power. I hope white tiger away. So then. He's on a white horse, right? Yes. I hope its name is tiger. Oh, I bet. I bet it is. So then we cut back to the. Future, back to the present, back to the present, and uh, Billy is like, "All right, I got a plan to get Kim back, but I'm gonna need three communicators." <laughs> and at first, I'm like, "Why? That's what does that even mean?" And then I'm like, "Oh, maybe he's gonna triangulate in time." I don't know. We'll see what he does. I don't know. I just I, sometimes I like when it's a little weird like that. Yeah, because science is a lot of weird stuff. Like it's all. Super specific and precise. Yeah, and you're dealing with, like, time and teleportation and, like, space magic so and stuff. if he stuff. needed all the communicators, A, that's kind of predictable, right? Right, but and, he's like, I need only B, three. That leaves nobody with any communicators. 
should something go wrong, yeah, he'll just make more. Right. I mean, but that takes before. like an episode. Right. It takes like <laughs> like a day and a half almost. <laughs> have to dust off the rad bug and tear it apart to build <laughs> for parts. So then we come back, and there is a Mexican standoff between Cactus Defractus, Goldar, and some putties, and the six Wild West, well, five Wild West Rangers. And Calamity Kim, and Goldar says your favorite line. <laughs> he, he, he pops up, or it, it just like zooms right in. It's on his super face. close up, and he's like, "Y'all better leave town." <laughs> he doesn't say that, I don't think. He does. Does he say y'all? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going. He is full. <laughs> he's total <laughs> Bigfoot on this. Like, one. Y'all gonna leave town? I thought you come back. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I love it. It's also, the best. Also, I want to tell the listeners because they didn't have the pleasure of watching me watch this episode. But every time they talk in an accent, my spine <laughs> just like compacts itself. It is so painful to watch because they, I bet you, cash money, American U.S. legal tender that they were like, hey guys, uh, tomorrow you're going to be cowboys. In the Wild West, <laughs> learn an accent, and then they left. And then they're like, oh, where we have There's to do... No accent. We just got to go watch some old John Wayne yeah. movies real quick. I don't even think they did that. I think they're like, who's from Texas? Is anyone from Texas? You're from Texas? What does your grandpa sound like? <laughs> and he's like, he says y'all a lot. And he's like, done. And then they, whatever they remember... Gotta put that twang. Twang. Smoothness. <laughs> Hit you with the smoothness. So then they morph, and they we don't see them morph. I was really I hoping, was really for like hoping a, that they would have reshot like a morph sequence. Triceratops, <laughs> Tyrannosaurus, saber tooth tiger, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he'd be like, "Yep, mastodon." He's he's, he's weirdly super soft spoken. Like it, I really <laughs> like it. He sounds even more soft spoken, um, and at some point. Johnny Young Bosch levels the heck up acting wise, like yeah. just like all of a sudden. I'm I'm hoping it's between two and three. Might be between three and Zio. Uh, actually, you don't know. No, I think it is between two and three because the movie takes place then, right? And he's a lot better in the movie. So like, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see that happen. I really like when I when you can watch them grow as actors because you're like you're on a show that nobody expected to last right. more than an episode <laughs> and a half. So yeah. like. They were like, oh, we're just going to cancel this when Trini is like, it's too high. I have to do this, but I can't. And they're like, oh, we'll leave it on for another episode. And everyone's like, let's watch this show. Uh, 20 years later, here we are. (laughs) Um, There's a putty fight. But now they're all motivated because they got superpowers. And uh, I want to point out Miss Alicia does literally nothing. I don't remember the yellow... Wild Wild West Ranger, Wild Wild West, doing y'all. anything. <laughs> I don't remember, and I stopped taking notes specifically to watch the fight. But I, I like, did notice that Adam, especially, does a lot of cool stuff. And I remember thinking during this fight that a old Wild Westy like town is right, just barely under park. Right, it's just below <laughs> playground. Yeah, yeah, because there's like they're they're doing like the the horse. Uh, not corrals, but like the posts that you tie your horse to. Yeah. Uh, those probably have a name. I don't know what they are. Adam's like jumping over railings, yeah, and ducking like under even, stuff. Even Billy does like a samba under what, like just does like a like a like a limbo. Yeah, I, I should have said. Um, and then there's like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of neat stuff that they're doing. They're all Abraham, making. I should have said. Yes, they're all making quips in their terrible accents, and I'm like, please stop. This is so dumb. Abraham's but are, I love are it. funny. They are funny, but the accents are just so terrible. Um, but then. 
like we get to like another Mexican standoff. We're up to like three this episode, and I am gonna tell you guys right now, I am a huge fan of Mexican standoffs where it's like, oh, one of us is gonna die and the other ones aren't. Like, <laughs> um, so it's between the same sides, except it's well, it's just Goldar and and Cactus to practice on the other side now. Um, and before they do anything, uh, the White Stranger gets shot with a paralyzer dart. He is goes, just a man. Yeah, he did not morph, and he's still fighting putties. And Cactus Defractus shot one of those paralyzing thorns into his heart. Into his heart! And he just, like, fell down. He was like, oh. He's like, I just need to walk it off. Ow. <laughs> on my chest. Keep that in your pocket, because I got a theory. I also I and think this, I might and have this a, will tie into that. I think I might have a similar theory. We will we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Um, uh, the Rangers win the Mexican standoff, the shootout, because like number one, there's five of them. Number two, at least three of them are cowboys who probably had a quick draw at some point, and then one of them is Kim, and then the other is Leash, who's just getting like morale points. I guess <laughs> they are shot. With the laser gun so hard, they fly forward in time. They land in the time hole. Yep. Also, are, the blasters are all different looking, like old timey guns. Yeah, I blasters. really like that. Except for Kim's also, let's talk regular. about the wild rest. Let's talk about the wild west ranger suits. Oh, the uh, what? Do you, what specifically? Because I love all of the accoutrements it, they have. It's the regular ranger suit, right? Yeah. But then they've got like cowboy boots. Yeah, with, with the, the colored on diamond the on the side. Love it. Uh, little kerchiefs. Yep, love it. Uh, the tassels down the side. Big Daddy Cool style. The f- yeah, the fringe. The it's also on their. It's also uh, on their gloves. Their gloves. It's awesome. It looks great. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I like that they took the time to do that. It could have. They could have just yeah. done a regular one. My only complaint. I wish they all had cowboy hats, but beggars can't be choosers. I'm happy with what we got. We'll get um, a cowboy ranger soon enough. Soon enough in uh, Ninja. With a cheeseburger. With a cheeseburger, plays his electric guitar sword. (laughs) Electric guitar sword is real cool. Real cool. Battleside vibe. Ace Frehley had an electric guitar gun, fired lasers, and blew stuff up. Ace Frehley had a lot of special effects stuff. I do not doubt for a second that he had a gun guitar, a laser gun guitar. Because he was an alien. He was Space Ace. Or at least like... Real good friends with aliens. His, he's awesome. He's so crazy. He's rock star crazy, and I love it. Ace really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's bananas, yeah. Um, so then they are blasted through the time hole, which was closed. It opened up literally just to suck them back to the present. Um, also, but I, we should mention all the putties are dead. They were all blown up. Um, and we got to see some putty pops, which we haven't seen for a while. And also, I don't think anybody at any point exclaimed, aim for the Z. They all just figured it out. Yeah. It's a nice touch. That is. It should be so obvious, and I'm glad it was this right, time. Yeah, f- for once. That's great. Kim demorphs in the best way ever. She just she grabs her collar and just kind of makes a ripping her, her like, suit off motion. Yeah. And it like – there's like a pink flash across the camera, and then she's demorphed. It's awesome. This is how they demorph from their ninja suits. Right. And I think they're like, let's just try it, see if it works. And it did, and they're like – We've got season three. We've <laughs> got it. That's the hook. That's it. So then um, uh, I think it was William, Abraham, and Miss Alicia have a hoedown. They're so happy they do a little hoedown. <laughs> do a lot of that weird like curl your arms in towards your armpits and kick your legs out to the sides. Yeah, uh, like, like an old prospector. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the the present on the mood and, and Zed's like, Goldar, I can't believe – that you well, no, did this. Rita's mad. Is it Rita? Rita's like, oh, you screwed up. And Zed left. Did he? 
Because he comes back. Because he comes back in. He's like, what happened? And Goldar's like... Or maybe that's later. That's later. My mistake. Okay, because <laughs> he's like, I can't believe you did this. Goldar's like, oh, don't worry. It's still on Earth. And now it's in the present day. So you can just make it grow and the needles will be huge and they'll destroy everything. And Zed's like, I'm glad I thought of that plan. And Zed, first, he's like, Goldar, you fool. And I was like, do it. Just say that, that never works. <laughs> but he's like, that's brilliant. Glad uh, I thought of it. <laughs> just signed your own, signed your own death warrant there. So you Zed. basically, and then he leaves. Then, then Zed leaves. Then he, he leaves because he knows. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to watch right. He's again. Like, he's like, whatever. So he he makes them grow, and then we cut to the, um, the he command does center. say before he's like, I'll make them grow so big that one of his spores will kill everybody. Yeah, it'll like cut the earth in half. Or whatever. You only grow them to the one size. Yeah, but he's you, got big You grow spores. them exponentially, but you only have the one exponent. <laughs> right. It gets they all get to the same height. Right. Yeah. Um so we got the command center and they morph. Well, Tiki and Tommy morph. And then they Cactus Defractus grows. It's just the two of them. Yep. Because Cactus Defractus grows. And we get a super truncated uh red dragon and white tiger. Yeah, sword. it's like split screen. It's like Go! We have to go. We don't have yeah. time today. They don't call for them. It's just all of a sudden it cuts to yeah. the red dragon like flying. I like in the that sky. they're like giving us that leeway. They're like, you guys know. They, uh, White Tiger comes running in. And it just cuts to Tommy in the cockpit, going battle mode. Yeah, and so like they they switch up. <laughs> uh, your boy Tiki gets kicked <laughs> no, one time. He does not get kicked. He does a flying kick, hits Cactus Defractus in the face, and like tumbles back out of the air. Oh, because the spikes. So he kicks Cactus Defractus in his face with a with like a Hitmonlee style jump yes. kick, and then falls, and it cuts the Zord. And was like, "They're in trouble. Go save them. Go, your boy Tiki fell over. Go pick him up." <laughs> so what? What do they do? They all get their Zords together and form White Tiger Ultra Zord. They don't help your boy Tiki at all. <laughs> <laughs> they get on him. Uh, there is uh, he throws the Cactus Defractus throws the the grenades. There's like a shield. Bounces him back. Like I, Raphael in the new movie. Blah! Sucks in a bunch of bullets and then flexes them all back out. Blah! <laughs> Didn't even say I love being a turtle. Piece of crap. Garbage <laughs> movie. I hate you so much. Now they're going to ruin... Not ruin, because Casey Jones will still be awesome, but they're going to make a bad one. Uh, I, have, I have a good... Because, like, April O'Neil... Okay, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> That's a tangent that we don't need to go on. Favorite part about that movie is April O'Neil before she became a plot device. So, like, hopefully... And, look, Megan Fox is a blonde. Looks real good. I don't know why she refuses to make her hair red. <laughs> but whatever. It's her choice. She could be every color but. Right. So, But, like, I feel like Stephen Amell will be good as Casey Jones. I do the not movie think around the movie him. around him will be any good. Um, I'm not going to see it. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> so then um, they they deflect with the, the some sort of shield, like I said, and then there is a – before we went on the TMNT <laughs> thing. <laughs> and then the they phoenix gun him and he dies and it just he blows him up. The guy in this suit, props to him because he jumps into the air oh, pretty yeah. high. He just comes like, right like, down like, on the back of his butt. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, he, and like his legs are not protected, so like he's really top-heavy. Yeah. The suit is entirely upper body, so like good landing. Good, you know, like you, you're giving it your all. I appreciate that. Then they – we go back to the command center and they're like, all right, 
saved the world, but we lost Kim. Kim's dead. Kim's dead in well, the past. She's trapped in time. They say no. specifically trapped in the past. Yeah, well, they kind of say we lost Kim. Right. Uh, and then in parentheses in time. And then Billy goes, "We have one chance using that thing that I did earlier with the three communicators." Right. I hooked him up to this guitar pedal, <laughs> and <laughs> no, we're gonna wah wah and- Kim back to the future. <laughs> Me and Alpha made this device, <laughs> <laughs> and, but we only have one try. And if not, Kim is lost forever, and then Kim will die eventually when her life runs out. Right. Because they're in Which the will be sooner because there's like way less dysentery and bears. I don't even think they have toothbrushes, cougars, a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Terrible diets. Ambrosia. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. It's terrible. Right it's a mess. Well, Wes is a sham. Her teeth will decay if Goldar is to be believed. And <laughs> Well, yep. Then um, they open up the portal. Kim walks through with her cowboy hat on. <laughs> and she, they're all like, yeah, woo, we did it. And then uh, they kind of like celebrate. And then we go back to the past. We go way back when. And all everyone's like, we're just doing like a little wrap up. So it's like Doc Skulovich and One-Eye Bulker in jail suits sweeping up. The white stranger corralled them and got them back to Ernest, who is also the sheriff <laughs> in this town. Sheriff around or these maybe parts. Maybe he's just like real appreciative because now they're not going to mess up his right. juice saloon. So like they're they're like sweeping, and he's like, "Thanks, White Stranger." And White Stranger's like, "No problem, just doing my job," which is to corral hoodlums, I guess. Then and uh, also no karate in 1880. <laughs> yeah, I want to know his story, which I think I have a theory. I think it might be the same theory you have. So then we go over to to William and Miss Alicia and Abraham and Tico, and they are just like kind of having a juice. Wrap it up. And they're like, to the Pink Ranger. And they're like, to the Pink Ranger. And they cheer. And then White Stranger rides off into the sunset. Past a horse-drawn carriage. Yep. And they see ye oldie Kim making eyes at him. Pause. Hard pause. (laughs) Hard pause. Now I know there is no actual contact. Just a little casual flirting amongst cowpoke. (laughs) <laughs> but if I can read the tropes, are Kim and Tommy related? At least distantly? distantly? Possibly. G- gross. Maybe she goes to town and she meets Doc Scullivan. No, I don't like that either. Um, she meets this guy who's not named. And <laughs> but, like, it's real distant. It's only if it's 110 the, years. But they're, as said by Zordon, they're, uh, there's at least four greats <laughs> in between. That is If that's of, the only link in the chain, like it would be hard to trace back that far. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm going <laughs> to assume it was just like, a, oh, hey, handsome. And, she's, and he's like, right, ma'am. And then, he, and then he, she went to the juice bar, the yep. juice saloon, and met old Prospector Hart. Yep. And the rest is history. The rest is history. I like that. <laughs> it's like Kimberly seems rich, but we don't know. But just like that, those goo goo eyes at Tommy look alike. Yeah. Just ingrained into Kimberly's right, family. Yeah, it's like that is a face that I'm going to make out with someday. <laughs> I don't care how, how many generations it takes. So then, then, White Stranger goes up. He rears his horse and he does his, his own private cheers to the Pink Ranger. Now, episode ends, but... Final thoughts are just going to be our theory. Yes. Okay. What is your theory? I'm confident that they're the same theory. We, well, we went back in time already once before. We have. And we, le- we left. Colonial Angel Grove, which was much 
more verdant. Yes. Had a river. And is farther in the past than this. Yeah, it's like 190 years at least, I think. So the White Stranger is one of two things. Either a descendant of Tom or he's just Tom. I think he's just Tom. My theory is that he is just Tom for a couple reasons. Number one, we never get his name. He's the White Stranger, right? Right. Because you can only wear green for so long before you're like, God, I know. And it plus, looks- he still has the green stripe on his hat. Yeah, just to like remind him of the past. Uh, but he and he's a clone of Tommy, right? So he has those feelings for Kim. So that's why he's got the pink kerchief. That's why he's like, Oh, hey, Lady Kim, I can't because of the future. Right, I had to think <laughs> of the future. He knows karate, and he's a cowboy. Now I don't know how much you know about karate, listeners. It did not come from America. <laughs> no, most cowboys were just kind of like, I'm gonna punch your face. I'm going to throw dirt in your face. Or I'm going to shoot you. I will shoot you with my guns. Uh, <laughs> this dude straight up knew karate. Like, that's not a thing you happen upon unless you go across the pond, uh, the other pond, the Pacific pond, right. uh, you know, and, like, hang out over there for a little while. So there's those two things. There's the fact that he is not surprised in the very least by the the rangers morphing. He's like a little bit. Maybe he's surprised but I think, that like it cause, happened. Because Kim's like, it's morphin' time, and he's there, and he like kind of like jumps back a little bit. Right. But I think that might just be more like, oh, God, there's coins here. <laughs> right, yeah. I could have been a ranger the whole time. Yeah, I could have. Oh, it would have been so easy. And then also, finally, he gets shot in the heart with a cactus spike as a regular man and walks it off. Yep. Like a minute he later. He just pulls it out. Like, leans on one of those horse yep. tie posts. Drinks the sarsaparilla real quick. <laughs> the shot of ambrosia. <laughs> and then he's fine, because we, we, we had a theory that he was immortal in the last one. That may be. Now, this sets up a weird thing. Does it? In that, is Tommy still just Tom? I think And is so. this just a stable time loop in that Tom is a clone of himself that is sent back in time... And just continues. Because, like, he talked about his dad in the first part. He said, my dad got it from Arizona. Right. His dad but is Rita. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. But, like, he, we we never heard about him before. All the parents' days, it never brought him. We know from future stuff that he was, like, put up for adoption. Right. So, like... He might have just, like, run out of memory and had to reboot. Something could have happened. I mean, I have a hard time remembering a little while ago. Right. Well, right? There's, a, there's a comic book I called— I wouldn't be able to remember 200 years ago. Right. There's a comic book called Powers, um, and it's—the the main character is a superhuman who's, like, super strong and, and super durable. I don't know if he lost his powers by the time we get there. I haven't read it in a long time. They just made it a TV show, which is only on PlayStation Network. So, I mean, there's that. I've been meaning to check it out. The point is, he was a caveman. He he is just immortal, but his memory only lasts for the length of a regular human memory. So like right. he does not remember his caveman days. He barely remembers like twelve years ago. Uh, so like maybe that's what happened with Tom. Maybe he just reached that his limit, be. and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna hard reset, and I will start this cycle <laughs> over." You know, he's got to like store. His karate knowledge yeah. on an f- external flash drive. Which is why Rita was, like, drawn to him. She's like, oh, I can make that evil. Right. there's some evil in him. Because he's know? made of dark magic. Yeah, so it's all made so much sense. Those are our final thoughts. That's it. Yep.
other final thoughts include this this two part of being really good. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Nothing too stupid besides their accents, which I right. I kind of like them, but they're just like, oh god, I feel so bad for you. Like <laughs> twenty years later, your bad accents are immortalized for all of history. <laughs> um, it was consistent. It never dragged. It kept moving forward. Every, like everything was real good. Yeah. Do this more if you're gonna have multi parters. Just like use this. Just get Armand Garabitti and Mark Linton to do them. You know, or yeah. or Judd Lynn. And Jonathan Zacker, but no two part, no no three parters for them. Two parts only if they're doing multi parts. That's gonna do it. I think that's it. We got one more episode for season two. Blue Ranger gone bad. Blue Ranger gone bad, which was actually this was supposed to be the finale. Yeah, so we talked about that at, at, at the beginning. beginning of this episode. So like, I'm curious as to what they're doing <laughs> with the next <laughs> one. I have no idea. But morphinggrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes. If y'all want to leave us a review, y'all can do that. Y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. But until then, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you. Come back! <laughs> <laughs> no, please come back, though. For real.